thermal sound wave wave thermal sound wave wave it's thermal sound waves a natural alternative to hey. fast food radio we are here see truth kev lawrence kev lawrence see truth hit us up thermal sound waves at gmail.com thermal of course uh we have a guest here with us uh in studio uh, a couple of guests you, you know right here he can't even see you. You want to over there? No, no, you, you're good. You can say that. I was just telling you to move closer to the mic, is what I was saying. <laughs> right, right, right. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she grabbed that mic like an artist. <laughs> my mic on. Turn my mic up. Turn my headphones out. <laughs> so we have two guests in the building right now. Yes, indeed. In we, the station. We have, we're going to start with the ladies first. All right. We have Miss Isis like Kennedy. Yeah. Excuse me, Isis Kenny. Thank Kenny. you. Thank you. Isis Kenny. Drop the. Exactly, exactly. Isis Kenny here with us uh, live in studio. How you doing? I'm very well. Thank you for having me, guys. Oh, not I a problem. I really appreciate being here. Yes, indeed. And of course, we have uh, our fam in here. Adam Clayton Powell. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Mr. Curtis Sherrod. Hey, guys. What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. Now, we're here with you guys. Uh, great thing. We haven't had, even though we started with you, okay. Isis. That's cool. Uh, I'm happy that you're here with this gentleman right here. Mr. Curtis Sherrod. Yes. I don't think we've seen each other since the time. Wow. No, we've seen each other since. since We're the grimy, the grimy Grizzlies. Shout out to the Grimy Grizzlies <laughs> out there in the mean streets of Riverdale. <laughs> the mean streets of Riverdale, wow. <laughs> Riverdale, West Bronx. But we won the. Uh, the the hip hop contest, a cultural contest. Say, yeah, people don't know. Kevin is real good with the young people. He's real good with the kids, and I was impressed with his skill set with them. Yes, impressive. I, I'm even better when I give them back. It's <laughs> 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 not mine. <laughs> but shout out to what's the name of that school? That Riverdale. Was? I was the Riverdale. I, that's a very esteemed school, the Riverdale Country School. It's bigger than most universities. Yes, it is. Yeah. Wow. I've seen. The creme de la creme. Yeah. Go there. If you're a mover and shaker in New York, that's where you send your child. Yes. And we and we took over the whole school for a whole day to yeah. give them a hip hop one on one course. Yes. And I was two counselors short. And I was like, you know what? I'm a gamble. I'm a gamble <laughs> with a wild card. And it was great. It and was that great. that thermal boy came through. <laughs> yes, I got the phone call. And I was like, all right, Chris, let's do it. <laughs> and it turned out very, very well. So I want to say thank you. Right. That as well. That was dope. And see, we got flies in here. You got the fly? Is the fly? Okay. Okay. Maybe the fly saw you. So you was fly. <laughs> so, but we here with Isis Kenny. Yes. How did you two hook up? Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, so, a couple years ago, I used to work for Manhattan Neighborhood Network, the public access station. Mm. Um, I was working at the Youth Channel, and we had an event at the Hip Hop Culture Center. Um, Someone in... Upstairs of the yes. Magic Johnson movie theater. Yes. So before people don't understand, before Buffalo, you know, that, that spot was there, there was empty space. Nothing was going on over there. They didn't know what to do with it. And shout out to him again, Mr. Curtis Sherrod. Yes, Mr. Sherrod. He turned that place into all things traffic. Yes. <laughs> it was so much traffic going through there. So of, much traffic. So many people, you like how, you like that, you like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, there was just so much culture coming through there with so many people, not from around the city, not from the states, but from the countries. It's true. Out of countries there. And it was just an international spot to go to. So uh, I did, I missed that spot. I know. But please, 
course. Especially because, I mean, visually, it was beautiful. I mean, let's talk about it. Just space and then the art. And then, you know, you got people that look like you running it um, and professionals. Um, right. So, yes, Mr. Sherrod, that's that's how I met this gentleman um, uh, doing some uh, actual red carpet film screening there. And then also getting involved in going to uh, the Rapathon and a lot of different events that were going on at the Hip Hop Culture Center. But I always respected what they brought to the community, what Curtis and the Hip Hop Culture Center brought to the community and brought to young people as far as using uh, hip hop as an education tool and vehicle. Right. So, um, yeah, that's how I met this gentleman. And of course, Sea Truth. Yes, yeah, Truth. And I. Were the, the judges of the first rapathon? We kicked it off. Number one, we kicked off the first rapathon. The first team, the first team, first team. Number one, Cap, yeah. Capadonna. History. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to Queen Cash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, UG, Cellar Dwellers, Cellar Dwellers, the whole crew. Yeah. Did you did you take part in, in rapathon? No, I didn't. I was just there. I was just amazed. I was. I mean, I can. I can't freestyle though. I'm sorry. I'm a writer. So, uh, <laughs> at least you're truthful about it. Yes, I'm an artist. Um, so with that, yeah, I, I always loved the Hip Hop Culture Center because visually it was the only place I've ever been to that had like, you know, uh, historic hip hop artifacts on the wall. We don't really have no hip hop museum or nothing like that. So it was nice to be able to have a place that preserved our culture and used it as, as far as, you know, educating people on what we do and what we're about as far as the, the culture of hip hop. So, again, thank you, Mr. Sherrod. Y'all are quite welcome. <laughs> quite welcome. <laughs> and you're coming out of Poughkeepsie. I'm from Poughkeepsie. New York. Yes. P-Town. Coming yes. straight out of Poughkeepsie. <laughs> yes. No, big so, shout, shout out to Poughkeepsie. Thank you. Th- yes, yes, yes. Uh, up, to, up top people. Up top people. <laughs> We're up top people. Thank you. Because see truth. People are like, yo, listen, everything's upstate. And yes. <laughs> it is upstate. Yes, it is upstate. But <laughs> many people don't know. Okay. <laughs> No, no, no. He's right. I'm not He's making right. fun of it. I'm just telling it's upstate. Yeah, it's not I mean, making fun of Poughkeepsie. No, it's well, what it is. Yeah. He's well, right. Yeah. I said people from the Bronx, you upstate? Like, I'm not upstate. Yeah. <laughs> but there are many places upstate or over that, from that area above, let's say above Yonkers. Yes. That is like highly populated. It's like the regular city, Poughkeepsie. Well, Peak skill, Nyack, yes, uh, uh, Spring Valley, yeah, most definitely, yeah, a lot of places like that. So, well, yeah. so is yeah, upstate. <laughs> so for those who are unfamiliar, because people hear this everywhere. So for those who are unfamiliar with Poughkeepsie, New York, um, let them know. Take them into a, a, a peek inside of that town. Well, Poughkeepsie is a small town with a city that's just like a lot of small towns and small cities outside of New York City. Um, Black people are everywhere. And so in Poughkeepsie, we have in the city a large number of black people. And we have the town and a whole bunch of little towns outside of the city. Um, But, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't have all the resources like New York City. And um, there's just a whole bunch of nothing going on. Um, and so because there's a whole bunch of nothing going on, you got a lot of bored kids, you got prisons and kids going to prisons and you got a lot of people working in the prisons and it's kind of like, you know, that's prison culture. Prisons, right? Yeah, pretty much. So would you say that's the economy of the city? Most definitely. 
most places anywhere outside of again the Bronx anywhere upstate that's how communities are funded that's how communities are moving and grooving is the prison population it's like a college town but instead of a college it's a prison yeah but that's college some people. Yeah. <laughs> where's your son oh he's at college he is. what's he majoring in but he's coming home soon he <laughs> is coming home <laughs> private sector but yeah unfortunately yeah that's uh, that's what's going on uh, in those kind of places but it's because of the lack thereof it motivated me to be able to create um, and so that's why I moved to New York City. I wanted to be around my people. I wanted to be around opportunity. I wanted to be around diversity. I wanted to be, you know, involved. Um, and I wanted to be able to give back to my community in Poughkeepsie. So I'm happy that I've been able to do that. And you moved to Brooklyn, right? No, Harlem. I mean, I, I moved to Brooklyn. <laughs> I lived in best I lived in Canarsie. Um, then I moved to the Bronx. And then I moved to Harlem. Now, what did you feel about the, the cultures in different parts you know, you went from, from in the Bronx, in Harlem, and in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. How did you feel the, the, the complexion of the culture? The vibe is different everywhere that you go. There's One, a lot of culture in the Bronx. In, yes. in Brooklyn, I should it, say. Well, in the Bronx, and, and yes, everywhere. in Brooklyn, and, and, it's, it's more... Yeah, what is uh, it? It's, it's more out there. It's out there. But there's, I mean, there's helicopter all over mm-hmm. in the Bronx and, of course, Harlem. But Brooklyn, they're a little bit more progressive. You think so? Yeah, when it comes to uh, black culture. Okay. Well, I lived in Bed-Stuy, which is, um, you know, consists of a lot of rich black culture. Mm -hmm. But I also lived in Canarsie, which is a very um, predominantly West Indian community. You know, Um, they own homes. We own homes and they own homes. Um, They're taking care of their homes. Um, But one thing that I did realize is so many people thought I lived in the hood that I didn't really thought I, I didn't think I lived in the hood like that you know what I'm saying I, I was happy to be able to go outside and my brothers is outside and you know they doing anything and a lot of places that people looked at and frowned upon I didn't look at and frowned upon I was happy to be around my people um, and so whether it was in Brooklyn or the Bronx or wherever uh, it was a good place for me because everywhere that I go I'm talking to people that look like me. I'm buying stuff from people that look like me. Um, I can get my incense. I can get my oils. I can get everything that I need very close to me. Um, but the vibe was just always very warm because um, I made it warm. Everywhere that I went, I was able to come across people that were kind to me and give me information on where I need to go, what train I need to hop on, where I need to be able to navigate this city that I'm not from. But, um, yeah, I never had no problems. I'm very fortunate for that, too. I actually got robbed right here at City College. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, oh, that's productive. <laughs> <laughs> Sally May got it. Ouch. You know, no, Sally May, no joke. No. Was this, um, was this recent or? No, this was a couple years ago. But I mean, as far as all the different places that I've lived, the only problem that I had was right here when I was going to school here. I was just walking up the street going over here to Compton Gothels to get a script. I was really heavy in the theater department here at City College. And a kid just ran up behind me and grabbed my phone out my hand wow. and then ran down the hill over here. Inside um, City College? Yeah. On but campus. Outside. Oh. In, front, oh. in front of CG, in front of the security building where the hot dog man is over there. You know what I mean? Well, if you would have bought a hot yeah. dog here, you <laughs> threw some hot dog water. I'm like, ha! Yo, after, yeah. after I got robbed, the hot dog man all of a sudden didn't speak no English. He oh. couldn't yeah, help, yeah, me. Yeah, he yeah, help right. me out. You know what I'm saying? I was a little upset. But that's right. how you do. But let something happen to them, brother, sister. Help. Yes, yeah. Everybody's your brother, your sister. When they need help, it's true. Yeah, it's very true. I Priest, mean, return her phone. Priest, <laughs> Priest, listen. I know you're listening to the show, brother. Return her phone. It was such a sad situation. I was like the first time. I, yo, 
don't even want to get into it, but it was a real sad situation. That's all I got to say. Yeah, they, they, their phones is a big thing. Well, I mean, but come on. It was like years ago when the Razor phone was popping, but wasn't really popping. Oh, you had a Razor? Yeah, I had a Razor. Oh. It was like a, yeah, okay. I was a student, yeah. and they robbed me on the and campus. And you know what? They're probably going <laughs> to sell it to somebody, and then for like $50, and to them, that's such a huge come up when it really isn't. Not even. Let me just tell you not, this. It's not worth risking your freedom. No, not at all, because let me tell you, a couple minutes later, the police drove around the block maybe like two times and found them, okay? And yeah. And Showed I up, s- pulled up on his mama's house, right on Eighth Avenue. Okay, the mama outside, like not my son, and um, and they found him. He was like sixteen. What did he say? Did I don't know say what he you? said. He was just bagging cell phones on City College campus, and they've been waiting and plotting. And- I'll say this. I'll say this though. <laughs> over at my City College campus, you will be found if you do something over here. Yes, it's you no will. No joke over here. Like no, it's, it's not. a different kind of Harlem. This area, different kind of Harlem. They. There's money here. Yes, there is. There's yes, money here. Yes, there is. They don't play. All they got to do is look at the street sign. It's brown. Okay. It's yes. a historic <laughs> block. Yes. Um, and they're big, not having it. Big shout out to the, to, the, uh, to the officers out there when me and CB leaving. Like, we know who you are. Mm-hmm. And the girls that I wave, like, hey, we don't have to see them. They know who you are. Like, it's true. Kev, you good? Like, how do you know my name? <laughs> but they know we good. Yeah. And it's love. And shout out to Sarge also. That's our guy, Sarge. Big up to Sarge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, oh, unfortunate <laughs> that you had that situation. Yes, it is. I don't want to quote, uh, you know, campus of higher learning. I mean, I but learned that a wasn't lot. education. I skipped it. It was education. It just allowed me to recognize that I got to be careful at all times, <laughs> even yes. when, even when yes. you're at school. Yes, you need well, to be careful. That's that's a New York City lesson. Though. Yes, it was. Always be on your guard. Yes, all keep the time. that ear head on a swivel. Street. Okay, yeah, for real. All the time. Okay. Um. So yeah. 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 People, all people don't understand that. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't understand, like, why well, y'all New Yorkers walk a certain way? Why y'all do that? Because you always have to be on point. It's true. Yeah. It's that serious. It's so true. I mean, you know, I mean, here in New York City, you have to be careful. There's people coming at you for a dollar and a dime and everything else everywhere that you go. Um, so you just got to be careful. And there's a lot of people are going through it regardless. Yes, um, people are really going through it. And so it's best to be able to protect yourself. And you really have to keep your ear to the street and some see what's people, going on. Some people don't even realize, like, you know, when they say, you know, New Yorkers, y'all don't talk to people. Y'all, I mean, like, you don't understand. Like when I was going down south or out of Midwest, people say, hey, how, what's up? And this is a young kid. I'm like, what you mean? What's up? Mm hmm. It was cracking. It's good. But to them, it's like, no, what's up? How are you? How was your day? All right, I got to go. But New York, a hey or a what's up could lead to something totally different. That's true. Like, yeah, so I'm hurting, so I need this money. <laughs> what time you got? All of a sudden, you get down to time. All of a sudden, something's, you know, pointing mm-hmm. your way. And it's just like, it's sad it has to be like that. Because I don't think it ever was like that in the beginning. No, definitely not. You know, but it ended up being like that because of circumstances. But when, though? What happened? Was it crack cocaine? Because I'm like, what happened? When, when, what, what's the timeline we talk about here? You know, you know, just like Cicho said, that was a huge part. When you, all right, I'm gonna say this. Yes. Yeah, when I hear certain people in certain places of America mention, you know, how they move into certain things or whatever distribution, whatever they're doing, I'm like, I don't think you guys understand what crack can do to communities. Yeah. This. People don't understand about places in Brooklyn that had to go through it. Places in Harlem that still have people like that passed down, I guess you could say, crack genetics 
to children in the Bronx how it was really looking like like it was really looking like things you see on TV in war you know mm-hmm. history channel like it was ill about that too if you look at like I graduated from high school in 1982 mm-hmm. right and so if you look at the 82 draft that was the worst NBA draft ever really? oh yeah because you know Drugs were so prevalent yeah. that you, no one really was, you know, letting bias. I mean, people was dying. Yeah. It was real in the field. Yeah. So when I hear some people in certain places in America, like, yeah, you know, we, I got my, my neighborhood jumping like this. I'm like, do you know what's going to happen? Yes. And how it's going to look. Mm. It's so traumatic to, even to this day, I see people that got, some communities make jokes, but it's, it's funny with the jokes, you know, like the whole, you know, people that's leaned out you know that 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 nod that heroin nod is real mm-hmm. like i have friends that luckily they made it through because they was you know babies of substance abuse and luckily with enough love and support they made it through all in life but that's that's real yeah. man and Isis Kenny, that's here with us live in the studio. It's Thermal Sound Waves, a natural alternative to fast food radio, track life radio, of course. See Truth, Kevin Lawrence, Curtis Sherrod as well with us. Um, you said you were an artist, yes. which is a broad brush. What are the different types of art that you do? Um, well, actually, when I was going to City College here, I was very heavy in the theater department, like I said, even though I was going to school for graphic design and visual communications. Um, so uh, I've been performing as long as I can remember. My father had me in my first production, I want to say probably at two years old. Um, so I've been performing for a long time. Um, and then I got more so into the fine art aspect as far as making art, doing collages. Um, I've collected magazines, Source magazines, XXL, all types of vintage magazines, Essence magazines, Ebony Jet, like old school magazines forever. So with that, I just started making like uh, art. There's really, there's really nothing I can't do when it comes to art. Um, as a kid, I really always had a problem with like academics, but the creative side was never like an issue whatsoever. Um, and so because of that, it was always a struggle for me because everybody wants you to be academically strong, um, but I was creatively strong. Uh, so when it comes to art. Uh, right now, I'm focusing on my company, Hip Hop Fine Art, which really focuses with graphic design and digital art at this time. Before that, I was doing more so collages on canvas. I'm sorry, I'm just talking a lot, y'all. No, 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 that's what we have here. Okay, good. No, you're answering I, I the can't. All right, well, talk outside. Well, thank you. All right, because well, 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 right, your girl can't talk. I'm back in Spun Harlem. Did you make your your bag there too? I'm looking at the bag. This is one of my designs. This is a piece that's actually on the walls at Harlem School of the Arts at this time. Um, so I've been making art for a while, but I just recently transitioned my art to products. Right. So it's bags, T-shirts, home decor. And, and just to interrupt you for a sec, for those who are listening and can't see the bag, describe what's on the bag itself. Um, so I like to make art that highlight political issues. And um, this particular bag is Barack Obama, Fear No Evil. Um some people are familiar with some of the elements that are in this design. Yeah, uh, he got his wife's name on his chest. His, yes, but also um, people don't know. Uh, somebody happened to bring this up the other day, but that is Tupac's body. Um, so why'd you look down and smile when you said that though? You know yeah. why? Because it's like why are you why are you blushing though? Why it's, you it's like a, it's like a it's like an inside secret, but not really a secret. 
Um, I, I chop everything up. I, I'm a collage artist. So I with graphics, I'm able to do that even easier than the way I used to with magazines and like physically doing that. Um, but I like to tell stories through my art. And Barack Obama is somebody that I was a little skeptical about when he first came onto the scene. Why? Um, because I'm very familiar with the political arena and um, the expectations of one in politics. Um, and so I was just skeptical as far as if he, you know, what he really cared about, who he was really for. Just, you know, policy, all of, all of that stuff. I mean, all of the important kind of things. Do you um, feel like he, what he said he was going to do, he did? He did. He did some of the things that he wanted to do. He tried to do what some things. Mean? Well, what that means so is that he there's, yeah, sorry, he, he has a lot want. against him. He has a lot against him, and so unfortunately, because he has a lot against him, there's a lot of things that he just cannot do. Like what? Um, for instance, uh, universal health care. Um, for instance, closing down Guantanamo Bay. Um, a lot of different things that he's not able to do. Um, he's not even really able to talk to the black community sometimes um, directly, you know, um, unless it's under like, you know, certain types of events and certain types of, you know, conversations. Um, but with that, he is very limited. And so even though he is a black man and everybody expected him to address our issues, um, I recognized early on that he was going to be limited because it is what it is as far as what this office is. Um, and so it was a little challenging as far as, you know, uh, kind of taking him seriously at first. But I have a great deal of respect for what he represents and what he's done and what he's tried to do and his legacy and his family. So children need to be able to see those kind of positive images. And, um, and so with that, I've been able to take art and be able to utilize people that our children look up to, people that we look up to, listen to, emulate. Um, and be able to put them on products such as bags and home decor. I'm really trying to be able to bring positive images into our homes and our lives and be able to under have people understand how important it is to surround yourself with not only positive images, but positive energy, um, positive elements around you. Um, so that's what I'm doing with my art. I'm making political art with a hip-hop twist and i'm bringing it into our home spaces and lives now the exhibit you have coming up the revolution will not be televised yes what are some of the different things you have and the elements with that exhibit so i've got a piece called um hillary clinton presidential chief gangster i've got a piece on chris christie donald trump michael brown chris brown all of my pieces are very thought provoking what site are these on you can go to hiphopfineart.com um so all of my pieces are very thought provoking they're very colorful there's a lot of illustration comic book flavor involved um and so i try to be able to take discussions and dialogues that we don't have that often in reference to what are people doing for us for instance there was one piece that i really wanted to show on al sharpton that i i'm i couldn't show what is what? here wait why couldn't you show it like what was the situation with that well it's not really i couldn't show it it's just that you know al sharpton has done so much for the community of harlem okay okay and, and you it know, was a political um, situation well it's not to say political but you know he's done so much for people what does that mean meaning that he's contributed to i mean look how great harlem oh, is so today. It's, it's a money situation no, well money i'm situation. just so saying you were that saying, get so seat. you were saying something that was contrary to i guess 
the the stance or yeah. his position. Well, listen, I I meant to and I, yes. whoever it was. No, mm-hmm. we we're gonna be real yeah, and truthful up here because this is what we do. It's yeah, thermal sound waves. Right. It's not those other stations, and we're not funded by you know not at all. Sharpening than those <laughs> those people. Okay, you know what I mean. So Shopped we on. can speak what we want to speak. <laughs> then let's do so it. yeah, so you you were putting out your views yes. or your positions, which was up in opposition to his, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of money that goes into I guess. The space in which this was going to be shown. No, not at all. I so, think it's just the really the community itself. The community is um, very sensitive about certain people. Okay. I mean, I can talk about Charles Rangel. I could talk about Al Sharpton. We can talk about a lot of different figures that have been here in Harlem that have claimed to do a lot of things for mm-hmm. Harlem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd love to be able to see a list documented somewhere of what contributions have actually been made. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm Charlie Rangel. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just, other than running for office. Thank you. I'm I'm just I'm a I'm a critical thinker and just because you look like me don't mean that you out for me, that you're right. gonna look out for me and mine. Doesn't mean that you really care about anything that's really going on with me this and mine. This is where the ISIS comes in. Yeah. Let's <laughs> be <laughs> real. This is where the ISIS comes in. So which is so where I Paris mean, comes from also. But that's I'm, a whole nother situation. Oh, oh no, we're gonna get there. We're gonna go there. Gonna okay. There. Well, and that's I make art on those kind of issues, on those kind of conversations. You know, um, Al Sharpton, I, again, he's a, you know, a great guy. But um, is he really or are you just saying this to be uh, some people feel he's great to some people? Yeah. Well, to some people. I mean, I feel that there's so much more that he could do. I mean, he's not, he's everywhere. I mean, son, he's everywhere. Okay, like every radio, every TV. I mean, everywhere. I mean, he's even on Politics Nation now. He's talking Al, about politics to a national level. Al Sharpton is the uh, or perceived to be probably the the four times removed vice president of America. Okay, you gotta explain that. You gotta explain because you got. President Obama, Joe Biden, uh, th- that lady Nancy Pelosi, she's a boss. I know what she is. She, mm-hmm. They can act like she ain't nobody, but she, she's a shot caller. Then you got other people, then Al Sharpton's it, because he's, he's, how is he everywhere so much? Dick Gregory no. actually spoken that recently on one, you know, Dick Gregory, some think certain things about him, mm-hmm. but sometimes he is so profound. On point. A lot of times. A lot of times he is. And, and he, yeah. <laughs> On point, and he got on. He he was like, "Yo, the dude's on TV all the time." So when you get that much imagery out there, that much optics are being shared. You know, son, he's he's holding silent marches. Okay, he's gathering the masses, and he's saying, "Let's be silent and march." But see, Al Sharpton learned that from his mentor that came in and took over somebody else's march. Wait, hold on. Who? Who's what? Bernard Russell. Oh, oh, oh. That's Al Sharpton, I believe, is underneath him. Uh, not in that way, mm-hmm. but underneath him. But Bernard Russell, when Dr. Martin Luther King wanted to do a march, mm-hmm. well, Martin Luther King, for everybody out there, keeps saying, you know, I'm more like Malcolm more than rather than Dr. Martin Luther King. MLK had a house full of them things ready to go to war. Martin was not a punk. He was not. <laughs> he was he, not was, a he had he houses chose. full of sticks mm-hmm. <laughs> ready to get it in, but his wife said, give this guy a chance to talk. Let's hear him. And then and his boys didn't want him to talk. Mm-hmm. So his wife allowed him to talk, and he was like, yo, I got a better approach. And, you know, with the walking, and we can do for all people. <laughs> it's not about black people. It can be about 
Everybody, gays, lesbians, all this type of stuff, which everybody, of course, should be treated as a human being, of course. But it was kind of like, it made it more broad. Mm-hmm. To the more direct to what it was supposed to be, and exactly uh, he which, learned underneath that, which is what I, which is called co-opting mm. our movement, which mm. happens all the time, every day. Which is why we don't progress. One of the reasons Very why true. we don't progress, in particular, Very when true. you're taking yeah. funds. Yeah, and, exactly. Exactly. And dude, Burr mm-hmm. Russell was getting that paper mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because he was doing them things. <laughs> but he schooled people on how to get money. He did. And people like uh, uh, Sharpton, he, listen, he learned how to get over. Right. Just yeah. what it but is. Getting back to your, because I'm not in, I'm not one to sit up here and promote people any more than they've been promoted. And like you said, he's everywhere. And talking everywhere. about him, it ain't doing nothing but yeah. giving him more shine. So let's talk about your exhibit. Thank you. Um, well, what is the Chris Brown piece? The Chris Brown... Oh, Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Yo, Chris Brown um, represents, I feel, so many different, I guess, attacks, like different kinds of issues that black men deal with in general, whether it's, you know, um, being like, you know, the aggressor or, you know, um, being out of control um, there's just so many elements to Chris Brown that reflect upon how people view our young men. Um, and then not only just view our young men, a lot of times kids do not really see that a lot. Just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean that they're not going through issues that everyday people are going through. So you might get, you know, have dealings with the police and might be, you know, going through some type of police brutality situation or going through some type of discrimination situation. But don't think that Jay-Z or don't think that, you know, Chris Brown or don't think that, you know, anybody that has a little bit more clout or money or respect or power than you isn't going through it as well you are not alone okay um you're a black man in this world you're a black woman in this world whether you have money or not you're going to you're going to come across a lot of the same types of situations in this country because it's this country do you feel like that's what happened with him with that girl that tried to take his jewelry and he kicked her out and then how they had a swat production a production a whole production around his house I don't. I think they even had a podium. <laughs> Who says we have to bring a podium in the paddy wagon mm. to talk about it? Yeah, that was alleged and that's premeditated. Yeah. And for people out there, people say, you know, well, he had guns and drugs. Chris Brown, I believe, may be a, a lower level, lower level felon. Mm-hmm. Something that happened with him, with the, the abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you do that, he might not be a felon, but he he had that charge. When you do that, you cannot own a gun. Mm. So, how come if he was if he can't got out of jail, that means there really really never was any guns. Mm-hmm. And if people say drugs, they talking about if they talking about weed. Weed is legal in California, so it's not really drugs. So I mean, I heard the thing that they found a duffel bag full of drugs and weed, and like that doesn't. But I'm gonna just I'm just gonna be honest with you. I don't really believe everything that they say and tell me about us or really anybody that look like us. I mean, for the longest time they've been talking about Atlanta. I've been hearing these new you know, Atlanta and the AIDS and, and the high AIDS rate and woo woo woo. But I'm gonna tell you, you know, I've been to Atlanta, I know a lot of people in Atlanta, I know a lot of gay men Panda. and women. Panda. Panda. <laughs> that are very, very meticulous, very 
cautious, very careful, um, very. I mean, we're talking about people that care about how they okay. look. We're talking about grooming. We're talking about all. Well, where's I just, the CDC located? In Atlanta. <gasps> in Atlanta. And why they don't ever talk about San Francisco though? Where's the Walking Dead located? What about San Francisco though? The Walking well, Dead TV show was because San Francisco. Atlanta. There's a lot of power and clout in San of course, Francisco, which of, is of why they don't talk about is. San that's Francisco. Right. That's right. <laughs> that's that's I mean, the bottom line. San but that's what I'm saying. Intense right now. Yeah. As far as yeah. the money. Yes. yes. You know. <laughs> But all I'm saying is that San they Francisco they try to highlight Barcelona. they try to highlight Atlanta as if there's all of these different issues. They always try to highlight us as if we don't have control. It's okay, the, it's the control. melanin quotient. Whenever the <laughs> melanin course. quotient Absolutely. is higher, you you have to put all that shade. It's true to compromise. I mean, the that's melanin. why anywhere that you go, if you got a whole a large number of black people as far as population, it's Republican run it's county, too. Republican run uh, government officials. I mean, we're always gonna we're always. Um, under the microscope, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah. So with these issues and with these ideas and watching the news and, you know, having my own uh, beliefs on possibly what is true and what is not true, I make art. And I like to make people think and I like to make people laugh. And I like to be able to educate young people through visual communications, which is art. So that's what this show is about. And that's what the revolution will not be televised is about. It's about being able to have these discussions that are not being done on BET, MTV, VH1, anywhere else, okay, where young people and, and our elders need to be able to have these conversations because these are issues that are not really going away, um, that have been going on for quite some time. Uh, we all see it. We all know it. We talk about it. Ain't really too much movement being done about it. I don't see no legislation ever being passed about it. I'm just saying that I'm making art trying to, like, you know. Educate. So when is this going down? <laughs> when, when are you doing all this? <laughs> this Friday, September 23rd from 6 to 9 at the Harlem School of the Arts right here on 144th and St. Nicholas Avenue. Um, it's a free event. It's a beautiful, um, a beautiful gallery beautiful building hsa looks absolutely gorgeous um but it's a it's going to be an amazing event i'm really trying to get everybody to come out it's called the hsa it's harlem school of the arts okay and it's going all the way until what november november 27th so obviously it's from friday september 20 something 23rd 23rd to November. november 27. 27. Around Thanksgiving. Around Thanksgiving. That's good. That's That's right. So you have all the time in the world, Monday through Friday and Saturday, Sunday, to walk through, go see the art, be able to, you know, have your input on the art. You can go on our Facebook, social media sites, and be able to put your comments on how you feel. I'm very interested in hearing how people feel about this particular these particular types of pieces of art. I see a lot of art, and I don't really see a lot of things that um, are meaningful. Um, or thought-provoking. Kudos Thank that you. Harlem School of the Arts decided to go with you. Because there's a lot of museums in New York City who don't really fancy African-Americans who have an African-American perspective. Very oh, true. Let, let's, let's, let's get Very into that, Let's get into that real quick. You said kudos <laughs> to not School of the Arts, but Harlem School of the Arts, which Harlem was known as like, you know, for, for blackness of just doing yes. it. Mm-hmm. So should we really give them kudos yes. for something that they should already be doing? Listen, it's hard to hold on. You got to hold on. The Tight. game be changing. Yo, for real. <laughs> Harlem has changed. So I'm happy I they mean, still there. I mean, it has. But I'm just saying. I'm if happy you, they still, they serving that, the kids. You know? they, yeah, no. I, I Listen, 
anytime that you're trying to do something good, especially for our community, it's going to be difficult. Okay, so for them to be able to preserve and be able to keep the mission going, be able to still be funded and be able to impact all of these young people that they serve, I think it's a tremendous thing. HSA needs to be rewarded for I'm what gi- they're I'm going to give an example of what you just said. There's a very, very, very high-ranking political New York official who, when he was told that we were bringing the Hip Hop Culture Center to 125th Street, and I quote, he said, we don't want that hip-hop-ish on 125th. Mm-hmm. Black man. Won't say his name. <laughs> High-ranking, though. <laughs> High-ranking. You know, and so... Did he have, have a conk hairdo? He, you know, he might have had one. He mm-hmm. might have had one. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so that just lets and you that know... that same how, guy said something about... Uh, that's, that's, but that's how deep it is. You would yeah. think folks would want to support you. Folks who would see a young man trying to do something for his people mm-hmm. and for other young people, and instead of being embraced, that's another hurdle. Oh, see, truth yeah. about something. Oh, like I yeah. mean, we, yeah, because there's a whole <laughs> bunch of that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this. I mean, look at the whole situation with my man, with Mike Brown, when he was supposedly walking in the street. And I had family members that was like, I know black people walk in the street all the time. Like, they believe, there's a lot of black people that believe that some of these kids and some of these young men and some of these young women are running up on police snatching the gun out the police holster and trying to shoot police and there's black people that think that black people actually do this now all the black people i know are afraid of the police you see the police you don't want to be near the police you just try to duck from the police but there's some black people that really believe these concepts that we are constantly so aggressive bombarded with every day in different ways too not not always obvious yeah. A lot of subconscious and subliminal images and messages that reinforce all of these things I'm every day. Psychology is huge. It's true. Huge. It's true. I mean, we're talking about African-Americans. You know what I'm saying? I mean, all you got to do is look at the history of what African-Americans have gone through. You'll understand why we are where we are, why we have some people that's trying to get off the plantation and some people that's still on the plantation. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's right there. Thermal Silence Radio, try laughing. <laughs> <laughs> We're here with Isaac Kenny and of course Mr. Curtis Sherrod. Yes, indeed. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something about this the Black Magic yes. series, mm-hmm. comic book series. Uh, how do you? What made you come up with the Colin Kaepernick? Uh, I try to I try to stay as relevant as possible when it comes to things that are going on um, because I do utilize my art as a way to be able to educate and communicate to people. Um, so Black Magic is a series that I created based on black excellence, black ability. Um, a lot of times we're viewed as people that just sing and dance and, you know, and, and, and play basketball and uh, all of these different kind of entertaining elements. We're not really uh, looked upon as far as the creators of a lot of this stuff, um, the origins of a lot of this stuff, the energy. The oracle. The oracle. Which is... Very much African based in the origin of that yes. is a lot of people. Well, that's a whole other situation. A lot of people don't want to really talk about that because then they would have to admit Most to where, where it's I coming mean, from. Th- I mean, unfortunately. Real rap. This happened to me just the other day. <laughs> I was buying a car from, from this guy, okay. right? And the guy was from Germany. And he was like, I'm only going to be in the States for a quick minute. So I got to sell this car quick. Cool. Let's go on a test drive. So we're doing a test drive in Harlem, 
right? Mm-hmm. And he's like telling me about the crack period, and tell he's he's tell he's but I'm being cool. I'm t- I'm gonna ride with you. Mm-hmm. Well, the crack was a situation, was an epidemic that hit our population, but we championed it. Boom, 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 boom. So then we got to the Schomburg. He was like, so what's that? Oh, that's a that's the Schomburg Library. Arturus Schomburg. He captured American, you know, Black American history. He was, oh, you mean slavery? I goes, no, it, it goes way beyond slavery. You know that uh, Black people were the first people on the planet, right? <laughs> and then when I said that, he had his daughter in the back of the car, like, right? Huh? And, and they're looking at me like I'm a like I'm a Martian now. Mm-hmm. He was like, now, now they got to explain that. And then he goes like this, yeah, yeah, I know that, <laughs> but it was just so oh, funny. And they really know that too. Mm-hmm. They really mm-hmm. knew. And he was more surprised that I know. knew it. Yeah. That's you so know? sad. That's so sad. That was the, cra- it, it, the whole energy shifted. So. No, yeah, mm-hmm. what you just mm-hmm. did, you probably, not probably, you did. When that child gets to that point, going to ask the father, is that true? And then the parent has to explain. They may try and, you know, turn around be like, oh, no, you know, they came off of a ship <laughs> and they invented peanut one peanut and then you know <laughs> slavery then then even hip hop <laughs> but then as a person child mm-hmm. growing up you're still going to want to it's it's interesting because yeah. it started with so I was like that's Alexander deep. Hamilton's house he was like that's Alexander Hamilton's house I was like yeah from the play Hamilton oh we saw Hamilton it's great <laughs> so already the father's like rap I'm not feeling you know mm-hmm. and I was like yeah you know his mother's from Nevis you know but it, it was always like you know I just felt they don't really know that we know stuff. Yeah. yeah. Can I just tell y'all this? Because I did go to school here at City College. When I came here to City College and I took, I forgot what class it was. I think it was called like the Earth's Peoples or something. It's like a social studies class. Jeffries? No, I wish. Yes. Okay. I took that but they told me in the class and told all of us in the class, and there was a lot of different black people up in there, that we all came from Africa, but we had no way of communicating with each other. We had no written language. We had no nothing until we followed the herd to Asia. So then that's when I took it upon myself. I just I couldn't believe that this is what we're, you know, learning in Harlem, you know, at City College. So I had to go and get Dr. Jeffrey's book, okay? And I had to photocopy and highlight. And then I had to put it, you know, he was, you know, black, you know, had the studio. So then I had to put it on everybody's desk and everything like that. And we had this whole debate in class. um, But the teacher was very shocked at the fact that I even questioned and the fact that I had to ask her, like, yo, you really believe that people was here and they didn't talk to each other, though? Like, there was, like, we had dynasties like and there was no communication over i mean they'll give you your credit but they only gonna give you so much you know what i'm saying they only yeah you was that you started it but guess what you ain't do it like you know like the way that you should do it or you know it's just it's always civilized yes there's always that reinforcement of those same images and that script yes of what we're supposed to be yes everybody buys into that well not everybody but a lot of people buy into that so it's like you're the original man but you ain't the greatest man you know what i'm saying so with that that's the reason why i created the black magic series is because even the word black magic itself has been you know you know has been correlated and 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 has been talked about in reference to negative views and 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 demons and devils um instead of really looking at the fact that we do have this extra creative you know, we have this ability that people have been trying to figure out how we have it, why we have it, you know, for so many years. I mean, we overlook it. It's so natural to us. It's so yeah. natural well, to if us you're, that we, don't, we overlook it. If you're original, you're going to have to have all of that because you are the blueprint. Yes, you, yes, you <laughs> are. When you are the original, 
You're the blueprint. So mm-hmm. there are things that you're going to have that everybody else does not. Very true. And they'll try to emulate the best way they can. With with your name. <laughs> First, let's make sure we get our station ID. Let's do this. WHCR 90.3 FM, New York. Got to pay that bill real quick. <laughs> so your name. Uh, I'm not going to ask you your age, but obviously I believe you're above 18. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the reason why I say that is because your name. Mm-hmm. How have you been feeling when you watch politics and they keep referring to ISIS as it's a bad, you're, you're, a, you're a bad thing, you're a bad a person, bad even though obviously when you were born, you were named ISIS, people knew where it really came from. That's mm-hmm. actually a great thing. Yes. Beautiful thing. Beautiful. First of all, thank you for that. Because um, there's so many young girls and women named ISIS all over the place um, from so many different ethnicities. But um, it's just been really, really horrible. It's been horrific. Because, quite frankly, there's so many different names for this one particular group that we're talking about. That's what was originally about. ISO. There's, you got ISIL, then you have a DASH, uh, then you have, like, the acronym for ISIS, I'm not even really too sure about. Is is it Syria? Is it Iran? Is it is it Iraq? Is Like, who is it? Um, and they're fighting their own people. Like, it's very weird to me. Um, but um, as far as my name, it's it's just been really sad. And sometimes it makes me even question, is it by design? You know, um, because there's so much power in the history of who we are and the history of the name um, that to be able to use that for such demonic, such nasty. Um, and it's been done before. Um, so with that, it just makes me question, like, especially when Obama don't say it. So I'm like, yo, what's up? Like, I don't really I don't really get it myself. But it does hurt when I'm looking at TV and it's like the war on ISIS and ISIS attack New York. And, you know, it's just it's just it's it's sad um, because it's my real name. Um, and I had to fight for that name for so long as a kid Can against my own people um, that it's just like, dang. Can you tell everybody the actual meaning? So ISIS is like the original blueprint, as my brother over there said, the original blueprint of like Mary of the creation. So before you had the Bible, if you go even further back and we're talking about African creation, um, ISIS was the mother of 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 the universe of creation. Um, Mm -hmm. Something like that. Comedic. It's comedic. Egyptian, um, African. Um, So with that, I mean, if you look at the story of Mary and Joseph and Jesus, um, that particular story and a lot of different elements from those from that story came from the story of Isis, also known as Aset and Osiris and uh, Horus, also known as Heru. Um, So with that, my brother. My brother. Drop that okay. Drop it. Hold on. <laughs> okay, because. I don't know. You got a game right there. <laughs> <laughs> I turned around. He's like, I yeah. feel like, I feel like, like you know, on, Captain I'm America. On arm, the I guy had a thing to bring you. on. Yes. <laughs> like, yes, we will do Black Panther. They don't know. I'm really Black Panther. This is something that I've had to say, like, all my life. I've and had so many too. people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just so many people, they used to be like, yo, why your mother named you that? You was born on a cold day. Like, you know, like. People used to always question me about my name, try to make fun of me, call me is, is, call me all kinds of stuff forever. Um, But because of my parents being lovers of 
black culture and black nationalists and um, and scholars um, and and coming up underneath some of the greatest of our greatest lecturers and professors. Um, shout out to rest in peace to Dr. Clark because we are right by his house over here. Yeah. Okay. So just so many. Um, Dr. Ben, Dr. Jeffries. Dr. Valentine. Yeah. Uh, just also so many. Doctor teach here too? Oh man, what's his name? Uh uh. Oh, what's Dr. Smalls? No, not Dr. Smalls. He did do, but uh the other gentleman that oh, was Biggie's party. What's his name? Altermatics? Altermatics. Yes. All right, he was he was nasty as with, oh, with, he's, with the law. Altermatics is the nasty. best. That's the reason why he can't practice no more. He's yeah, so he good. Yeah, he was he, that exactly. He's so good, he can't practice. Okay. Ain't yeah. That something? Yes. I You're mean, so good. You can't practice. That's what happens when you're powerful. They try yeah. to control. And you. I wonder about Johnny, Johnny Cochran. That, that's the East Coast hmm. Johnny Cochran right there. Yeah. And I wonder about Johnny though. How he <laughs> all of a sudden was going out of here? Oh, Johnny yeah. Cochran was him. You know. No. You know. Lots of them though. You know. Lots of them because they keep you know. dropping every time I turn around. Yeah. I'm like, yo, how they dying like that though? Shout out to all the scientists that's missing too. Yo. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> every time I turn around, I'm starting to question why certain people is alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is you alive? This might be our last time doing. This, show. <laughs> this might no, be no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I said, I, I truly believe that being a critical thinker, being able to analyze the information that's being presented to you is necessary. Yes. Um, that's the only way that you're going to be able to truly be informed is if you do the research yourself, because nothing that is good for you is going to be given to you. You have to look for it. Gotta you, so, it. yes, you got to take it. So, um, so that's like I said, that's the reason why I make the art that I make. Because, like I said, unfortunately, these discussions are not being held in our homes. They're not being held in our communities or in our schools. And if I got to do it in a nice, shiny packaging bow for you to be able to look and be able to see what your possibilities are, what somebody else did, what you can accomplish, um, be inspired, being able to be motivated, I'm going to do it. I'm trying to do everything I can to be able to uplift us, y'all. And it's hard. The revolution will not be televised. Harlem School of the Arts is where it's going to take place September 23rd. Third, this all Friday. the way through November twenty, what is seventh. it, seventh? Yes. And for those who may not be able to get into town and to see it during those time periods, can they check it out on Hip Hop Art? Hip Hop Fine Art. We have, well, I own the trademark of Hip Hop Fine Art. There is Sit only on one. Yes, Hip Hop Fine, fine art. art. No, before that, we said I own the trademark to Hip Hop Fine Art, also known as Hip Hop Fine Art LLC. Um, so anywhere that you Google Hip Hop Fine Art, you're going to see my art. You're going to see Isis Kenny. You're going to see my message. You're going to see what we're doing. Um, so please feel free to Google us. Feel free to look at our website, hiphopfineart.com. Feel free to shop, check our products out, and um, check us on social media. Where Someone had the at. audacity to tell her that that's an oxymoron. Oh, yeah. Can and you believe that? Hip Hop and Fine Art was an oxymoron. Wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and we know it. why. We yeah, know why. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because we don't. I'm, oh, my goodness. Yo, it's like I said, y'all, this has not been easy. Okay. It has not been easy to. Um, yeah. The stuff that you have to combat even against your own people. You like, dang, I'm trying to do this for you. Like, you know, I've been to your house. You don't have nothing, son. Like, I'm trying to, like, you know, show you that the people that you listen to every day, like, you can have them up on your walls and you don't have to have them in the way that you've been having them as far as these different kinds of. I don't want to get into other people's art, but. um. Just being able to have some op options. Do you right. feel that people only know, when they think about art, they only think about, okay, it's about Scott. Yes. That's it. Mm -hmm. As far as black art or yeah, as far as probably. especially black mainstream right. art, mainstream art, I know a lot of um, black art that's being made by people that are not black. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's 
one uh, one of our great one of our great artists that was able to make that crossover as far as mainstream commercialism. Um, and he's an amazing, amazing artist. But we have so many out there. Yeah. Um, so true. Absolutely. I mean, every time. And this is. We always get art. Yeah. C is always doing with art. I'm, of course, doing with art. Shout out to the Bronx Museum. Yes. Where I'm the Community Advisory Council board member. But they got Mokada in Brooklyn. Yes, Mokada mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. Yes. Yes. Shout out to uh, 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 Congresswoman Lori Cumbo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She does yep. a great. She did a great job with that and everything. Mm-hmm. And see, Truth and I, we always have our. Our birthday events is always surrounded by art. Mm-hmm. Every Not event we have, art on the uh, ladies, <laughs> art everywhere, <laughs> art everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Came out on the ladies, and it's it's that people that out. <laughs> it's art being created every day it's by true. so many different people. It's true, all over the place. It's true. I one mean, one last thing. Okay, who are some of the people, the ladies in particular, that inspire you? That you you see and you like, just get creative or just just rises your energy. Yo, Queen Latifah, okay? Um, and I know it's funny so you say that, because when I saw that your the logo for mm-hmm. Hip Hop Fine Art, I you, thought about mm-hmm. what she had in, um, what was it? Her first... Nature of a Sister. Yeah, mm-hmm. her first particular album, album and, mm-hmm. and all of her imagery. Yes. That's what I saw when I, I saw I love that. Queen Latifah, um, and one of the reasons why I love her is because there's really nothing that she can't do. Let me just say that one more time. There's nothing that she can't do. And that fearlessness um, just resonates and is so inspiring to be able to see somebody try different things and be successful in different things. I mean, she's just, her creativity is just crazy. Um, Latifah did so much. She did so much. And she only gets recognized. For many people. I know. She and shout to her partner, Shaquem. Yes. Like, they did stuff music-wise. They did a lot for people in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she was a rapper. Yes. She was a singer. Jazz singer, yes, yep, yep. She also did, like, uh, West Indian singing as well. She's like, she's done a lot. Like, producer, Broadway. executive producer, Broadway, mm-hmm. like, like so business many. owner. Yes. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, what does so she much. not do? Exactly. Like, there's really nothing that she doesn't do. And you, and really, in hip-hop, we don't really have, as far as women are concerned. TV show, too. TV shows. Yeah. There's really there's there's a lot of different movers and shakers, but to be able to have that level of multi talentedness, I mean, she she deserves all the awards, okay? And not just because she used to wear, you know, a hat that looked like a crown on the head and, you know, used to, you know, Ladies do first. songs yeah, or do songs with Moni Love. Just because of all of the different things that she's been able to be successful in and be able to just try. She's been in the game for so long. You have to give it to Queen Latifah. She's she killed Bessie Smith. Yo, she, that yo, Bessie Smith thing oh on HBO. Oh, my God. Didn't she, she kill it? Was she in Chicago? That. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. There's like, I mean, we're talking Naughty by Nature. We're talking about uh, Monica. I mean, there's so many different artists and so many different people channel live. You know Monica? Yeah, you don't remember when Monica first came out? She was right underneath Queen Latifah. Yes, oh, Brandy, Brandy had Whitney. Flavor Monica had Queen Latifah. Yes. That's right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were managing Terrence Howard mm. before he became Terrence Howard. He was under Flavor Union. Before he had an empire. Way before that. <laughs> way, way before that. <laughs> he was that. a Jackson in the Jacksons. <laughs> oh, my way God. Way before that. So, yeah, they, they really shaped his career. Yeah. And shot her team. like, And she's still respected. Yes. Because she's not afraid. 
She's not she's not afraid. Whatever they have given to her, whether it seems like a corny comedy role or something even serious, she will step out the box and try something new every time. Even took her brother. Yo. Right here in Harlem. Really? No, took a Ben took the Beamer in Harlem. Was it the Beamer or a Benz? I think it was a Beamer, right in front of the Apollo Theater. I think it was a I think it was a Beamer. She was in front of the Apollo, left mm-hmm. the keys in. You know where you at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember wow. that. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're talking about somebody that inspires me, I mean, because I have, um, because I'm multi-talented in the sense of, as far as creativity, performing, and the fine art aspect, and my writing, and there's just all these different elements. She's somebody that I really look up to in that way. Shout, shout to her. Shout to you. Thank no, you. What's y'all give great questions. Y'all yeah, are yeah. amazing Yo. interviewers. Yes, they are. Charlie Rose's <laughs> over here. This, this is Thermal Sound <laughs> <laughs> This is what we do. Natural Thermal. You know, this <laughs> so, is why we here. <laughs> so, Kurt, while we still have you here. Yeah, yeah. Hip-hop. Cold Center. True that. Did that. Now... We did something before in Philadelphia. Ooh, did we do it, though? Did we do it, dog? Shout out to everybody else out there for the uh, RapperCon, DJCon. Yes. That went out there. That was out there. It was phenomenal. We brought so much to Philadelphia that it shocked the whole town. And I think they're still in shock. Yeah, we shut it right down. Now. And your boy did real good on the DJ. He, he, he's a DJCon um, phenomenal host. Huh. He, he helped, of course, D-Nasty, come on, say no more. He, he's, he's crazy. But to have an event where you have a DJ con, where we had over 100 DJs DJing in peace, to have a rapathon, right? We had a cosplay where different, people don't even know what cosplay don't is. Cosplay. Shout to Al Kane, hipping me to it, to get up on it. But it's actually people dressing up in character mm-hmm. to be certain folks. Mm-hmm. Then we had these panels and one panel in particular you to love. We had Andre Leroy from yes. from. I mean, we just had we just had all these people in one building. And this yeah, is what Russell I got. Simmons, Mr. Simmons, Russell Simmons, brother came out. Danny, he, Danny, Danny, Danny right? was on a panel. It was yeah. so much. He has the largest African American comic collection. Really? Yeah. yeah. And he lives yeah. in Philly. And we reached out to him. Black he Black was Black. like, boom. I was just like, yo, we getting love. It was <laughs> Bahamadia turned yes. the place yes. out yes. three times. Yeah. Dope. Turned the place out, wow. but you know who killed it? Who? who? Schoolie D. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, Schoolie D. Oh, PSC getting that cream. People always saying, "What the hell does that mean?" PS for the oh man, yo, the crowd went bananas. It was dumb. Everybody don't know they when they hear that. Yeah. When they hear that song from Biggie, you know, but the track before right, Money right. No mm-hmm. Problems, that track he's talking about. Yeah, you know, that a sample came from, from Schoolie D, PSK. Yeah. yeah. So, and it was so funny because I was trying to get him to be part of it. And he was like, yeah, I don't know, whatever. And I was like, you know what? You are an unsung hero as far as I'm concerned. I was just watching straight out of Compton. And when they had that piece with Easy E going, cruising down the street in my 6-4. That's your rhythm. Mm. Yes. He's taking your rhythm that Ice-T did, right, mm-hmm. from his joint. Right. Emulated it. You're part of hip hop DNA. Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right, fam, I'm going to come. <laughs> I see you real with yours. I'm going to come, come through. The research. You know? Yo, and he came through. He did his thing. I mean, it was, so, it was such a great event to start. It started like 10 in the morning. And it ended like 1 o'clock the next day. Wow. And, and we have to stress again to people out there that don't understand this. All the DJs, all the artists, all the people that 
cosplay, all that. They all came out. Not one incident happened with them. Nah. People were, some people were in tears. Yeah. Because they said, I haven't got on like this since like 20 years ago. Wow. That hit my like, heart when a thug came to me. And I could tell he was, he's been through it. And he's like, when I walked in, there was no one mean mugging. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like hyping up a DJ so he can come off more. <laughs> and I was like, this is how hip hop used to be. Love. And I was like, well, why did it change? Mm-hmm. Why did it change? Why Co-opting. do we allow rap culture to impact hip hop culture? Hip hop culture is so much bigger and stronger. Rap culture is a commercial vehicle to make someone paper. Because rap has changed mm-hmm. the way we view each other. It's changed. It's changed even relationships among men and women. The the words we use, the vocabulary. I mean, it's changed. Yo, son, it's, yeah. It's, you know who's designing our stuff though? This chick right here. This girl, this Isis Nubian Kenny. queen, Isis Kenny. is our new creative director. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. She'll be designing all of us. So she's done a great job so far. Oh, and, yeah. and I think you're going to love being part of the Rapacom move- movement. Because when you see like how we get down, mm-hmm. it's kind of special. So, yo, it's, you know. yo, it seems special because it's only, it's very unique. I mean, who else is doing it? You know, I I hope you, you do fashion do. too, right? I, I see. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you, you, you can do some, some some shirts for us and stuff. Right? Oh yeah, oh, she do, she do dope shirts. Yeah. Thank you. Because I want to take it back to where you had those unique, you know, where you had the unique pieces mm-hmm. that was one of a kind. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> that's that's where things was like, and that created creativity amongst True. itself. What happened to that though? Everybody wanted to have that thing. Like, oh, you got that? Right, yo, check this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, and that was right. a, a form of creativity within itself. But can I ask you, what happened to I our t- fashion? What, what, what occurred? The co-opting of the co-opting of our culture side yeah. of us. Just, That's what happened to it. Yeah, because <laughs> I remember when hip hop started. There were no hip-hop fashion companies. Mm-hmm. You as an individual had to create your own flavor. Mm-hmm. So you knew you had to iron your shoestrings so they could be flat. You knew you had to like, yo, I'm going to put the permanent crease in my jeans and I'm going to get these letters, iron on letters to put my... Nobody was doing that for you. Mm-hmm. We had to do it for ourselves. And then we picked designers that wasn't even hot. <laughs> and we made them hot. <laughs> I remember I had the Christian Gio hat and I was like, I just like that hat. Then other hip hoppers start rock. You know, mm-hmm. we, we made people hot and they never gave us our props. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's true. And Even once now. again, big shout out to Philly also. And I say thank you to Kurt Sherrod for putting that all together and the whole team. Yeah. But Kurt Sherrod is the man that, that spearheaded all that. And it was just seeing it on the news when they had the Ben Franklin, Franklin lookalike talk on yeah, the news with them. You know, it, it really did a lot for. Even if it was, you know, it was for that one day, it did a lot for the economy mm-hmm. in that area of Philadelphia. A lot of people feel like I have hope yeah. with me starting my own business, selling earrings or, or, or you know, art pieces. Mm-hmm. I could come somewhere and I could make some money for people that could really take the time not to feel violent or threatened and say, let me open up my creativity and see what I could possibly get from you. Yeah. And you know what? I do need that. I would like that. And... Once again with the DJs, man, it, it was, it really, I still get, you know, responses from some DJs about what it did for them. Now people say, oh, I ain't lose a DJ. I've been DJing <laughs> for so long, but you just never looked my way because of violence. Mm. You know, now you know I'm a good DJ. 
Even when we did that, that thing, I took a chance on trying to let every DJ get on like each record. That was slider. It was like it, people thought it was chaos, but it was actually organized chaos. I organized it. and It went great, and it Yo, was like, see, you got to see so his face though. Together. Kirk, let me do this. Kirk, 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 I got this. Oh, he wanted to stop me. <laughs> he tried to run up the stage. <laughs> what are you doing? Turn the machines off. Like you're like. <laughs> I tried to play it. It's like, no, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Because Kev got his own components in his head. You know, Kev, he's cut from a different cloth, you know? So you got to recognize, like, you know what? He's actually rocking this. Mm-hmm. And he did. He killed it. Yeah. And just so it's, it's great. But I say all that overall to say, see, I believe someone's coming to Mount Vernon, New York. Yeah. So. November 5th, we'll be in Mount Vernon. I hope Sea Truth is not in Trinidad or, or, you know how he do. He go in these junkets, you know, he, and he'll, he'll say it so politely. Sorry, my brother. I will be. People would, people would get at me, but yo, I call C. Yo, what's up with C? I'll be like, yo, yo he's good. Like, you sure him? Inside of my I'm like, yo, I don't know where he is. But I'm like, no, nah, he good. Yeah, I'll be dipping and moving, just switching energy. You know, I'll call I just him gotta... in. I won't get a response. But I'm so, it's sad to say, but I'm sitting in front of him also. Mm-hmm. It's out the back, but I know he knew, knows this, though. Like, I'll call him, and if I don't get a response from him, it's like, all right, he'll call me in two days. <laughs> and it's like, some people's like, what? Some people hit me like, is he dead? I'm trying to call him. <laughs> See if he's alive. I wonder if he's all right. I'm like, no, no, he's, he's good. That's I called him once. Like, this is what he hit me with. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> and he just, he, you know, and I realized, See Truth takes his, I won't say hiatus, but he disconnects his Yeah, I, I, I move so in my own could, space. So he could stay Stay where he's at, mm-hmm. and I, the, I, I yeah. understand that he'd be the perfect celebrity because he'd be a famous person who can know how to stay famous without letting the fame get to him. Because he'll be like, "All right, time to disconnect." Mm-hmm. That's Sean Price. Sean Price stars was like that. Rest oh, really? Mm-hmm. Price. Oh. He was just like that. He, people was like, "Yo, we want to sign you." Rock Nation wants you. No, I'm okay. What? Like, what do you mean you okay? Shout out to Miss Bernadette. Also, like, mm-hmm. he just disconnects and. People that don't know him, they might think, it, it, you know, something. I'm talking about C2 right now. Did, <laughs> is he in the hospital? Did he get kidnapped? And I'm like, no, he's all right. He'll, he'll, he'll be here. Then Monday comes, like, what happened with you in the weekend? I'll try to call you. I was chilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, what does he mean I was chilling? Like, mm-hmm. I hit you. But then after a while, I started understanding, like, you need time to reset. Yes. If you Absolutely. don't reset, you know, a lot of people say, you know, I'm dead. And it's like, well, the the num- one of the number one killers, I think not one, excuse me, the number one killer of black people is sleep deprivation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not resting and resetting. Mm-hmm. You need to reset mm-hmm. in order to be a, to function properly. Yeah, if not, there's mal- there'll be malfunctions on some level, yes. somewhere along the line. So they don't have got to try and no, reduce you, that as much as possible. I'm I'm that way too. <laughs> like seriously, I'm very sensitive to energy, so um, I have to shut stuff down. I gotta shut phones down. I gotta like stay away from people. That's the only way I can like make my art and do the things that I do is not getting caught up in so much nonsense and distractions and negativity and um and people's expectations now. people's just people gotta people will put stuff on you you know what i'm saying <laughs> that um that i don't need on me um in order for me to do the things i need to do i need to be able to stay focused and stay positive so i feel you on that brother shout out to my shout out to ladies in my life and i don't mean ladies like i got 
girls, talking about certain women in my life that make sure energy does, doesn't get on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't you try that on me, girl. I got women in mind that love me. <laughs> It'll backfire. You better be easy. Curtis, how do you do it, though? Because you're like, you are such, I don't want to call you a politician, <laughs> but you can like, you know, move and be around so many kinds of people. Like, how do you, how are you able to not get that on you, though? Good question. <laughs> it's, you, you got to do, I think, Tai Chi. It's really? like a Tai Chi type thing. It's Good like, question? yeah, you do, it's like a Tai Chi. You feel the energy coming, right? Mm -hmm. And you kind of sidestep it. And you let it like kind of brush you <laughs> or if you're like a, a boxing analogy, you got to roll with the punch mm -hmm. or do the roll shoulder, you know, and it allows you to be close to people still. Yeah. And that's from, I guess, getting to be the age that I am. Really? Cause, yeah, because I've been here on the world for a second now. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I would take the hit. Uh, and I'd be mad and I'd have to do revenge and I'd have to do the ego thing. Mm -hmm. Now I realize how ego is such a waste of thing mm -hmm. the thing is the mission what's the mission yeah so if yeah. this guy's gonna be a butthole but we could win still <laughs> i'm gonna embrace the butthole i mean <laughs> hey that's what, yeah, so that's what you gotta do and right. and just use the tai chi you don't have to hurt nobody yeah you know before i would get in your face yo man blah, 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 blah. now i know how to pull you to the side listen i didn't appreciate that but i, I but i still think we can work together mm -hmm. Boom, 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 boom. And, and, and looking you dead in your eye, you know, this ain't no punk stuff, I, you know, but this ain't going to work. Or shutting someone out. Yeah. Listen, love you, brother, but you know what? We can't rock no more. Yeah. Plus his, plus his pen is mighty, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. you know that chick? <laughs> <laughs> so, once again, where can they find out more about what you do? It's hiphopfinearts.com. Hiphopfinearts.com, yes. Um, or you could also Google me, Isis Kenny. Um K-E-N-N-E-Y. Uh, and, and just check me out. I got videos. I got all kinds of uh, cool art and cool products and just a lot of cool, beautiful things. So please feel and, free to check me out. And Curtis, where can they find out more information about the... Uh, yeah, you can go to... Rapacon uh, and all of that stuff. DJ you can hit Curtis at Rapacon.com because I know what's going to occur. A lot of DJs, you're going to want to participate and we're going to do it the way we always do it. Just first email me saying that you would like to get down. Vendors, if you want to participate, it's the same thing. MCs, if you want to get down, same deal. All you have to do is hit me at Curtis at Rapicon.com. Next week, Al Kane is hooking up the website. And so the Rapicon website will be updated with the newest information. I got to hook you up with Al Kane, too, because okay. he is that comic yeah. He's gonna love your stuff. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I was oh, trying yeah. to tell her like, oh, yeah. he's gonna love your Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. We'll show you his site yeah. before yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, definitely yeah. Be, be featured on um, CAC yeah. sugarcane.com. Yeah. Big shout, big shout to Al Kane. He was telling me how y'all had this thing called Team Everything and how y'all y'all was going around. Yeah, that, doing that's things. that's crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's like a show within itself. I was in <laughs> awe. I was like, that's dope. So what would happen? I would call Homeboy up, and I would call him. Then I would be the cameraman. Then I'd be the boom dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's team everything. Team everything. You do everything. <laughs> I was like, team I everything. thought it was a dope concept. It was a dope concept. And, and where's the the DJ con rapper? It's going. It's in Mount Vernon, twenty eight East First Street. We're going. We, this time, remember how we had a building in yeah. Philly? Yeah. I got a building again, yeah. right? And I got Which the is whole phenomenal. We had a whole building. I mean, we had a whole building. Well, a whole we had building. A whole building. We wow. had different things on different floors. Symposium, all day symposiums, food, uh, drinks. 
No, DJs, they, they had food. They, they, they was, it was fried like fish, nice chicken, like real, like real food. And fruits and vegetables. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was like coffees and croissants and you know. What? They had croissants. Yo, I try to. People you know, like, yo, what? what is this, son? It's <laughs> <laughs> it <was> a croissant. <laughs> you <know>? Crosses. <laughs> wow, yo, yo, some crosses. It's a crescent. It's a moon. Because I think that when you give people a good experience and and you give them love. They appreciate that. Yeah. So that's what, they remember. Yeah. That's what we tried to do. Like, yo, of course we're going to feed the vendors. Mm-hmm. Of course we're going to feed everyone who gets here early. Of course I'm going to feed my team. Mm-hmm. You know? Heck, I had, I even have rooms for people to spend the night. Wow. You know? So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Thanks wow. for that DC movement, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> always, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're going to look out, give people rooms. You know? That no. sounded crazy. No, that on. sounded crazy, <laughs> though, but. Hold on, though. See, true. I hold on, though. That sounded a little bit nasty. Yeah, tell the story. Tell the story. Yeah. The girl was like, "Can you come now?" Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carla, I got your room. I was like, "All right." So like, we at the hotel. Nah, 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 nah. We got a house. <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, cool. So I get there, right? So I'm driving to Philly. And I catch a flat, you know. So it took me a little bit of time to get to Philly. So when I get there, I'm tight right now. I'm like, you know what? What's gonna make me feel better? <laughs> a cheese steak. So I go get a cheese steak. I'm like, yo, Kurt, I'm gonna be at the house real soon, all right? So I get to the house. I'm like, yo, what is this? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it was like the Amityville Horror House. So I, no, I, don't so say I that. went upstairs. Don't, don't I was like, Kevin, you're from this. So I had like the slide. <laughs> like literally, like you have, you can't go in. You can't go in shoulders, so you have to like turn and slide through. And it was like. Yo, when I was sleeping there, I, I, had, like, <laughs> I had to make sure I sleep looking at the, the doorway because it was like it had many compartments. Uh-huh. You'd have loved it with I, with wood, I mahogany carved doors and Afrocentric artwork. Mm-hmm. And, it was know. a house mm-hmm. like The Shining. <laughs> like The Shining. Doubt. But it was, it was beautiful. It was nice. The area was dope. I was like... It was you know, unique. <laughs> but thank you for all you've done, man, and hey, all you, you do. Thank you, guys. You know, definitely, and and ISIS yes, uh, for you. all that you've been doing. And, and, and fine art. Definitely yes. hope to be working with you in the future as well. How long y'all been things. on the air now? This show has been in existence since 95. 95. Yeah. Big shout. Wow. Who was president then? Clinton. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I had to yeah now we got another one. That's, yes. when, that's <laughs> when him and his wife had the three strikes. Oh. oh. <laughs> Throwing people in prison. Yeah. yeah gotcha, that's gotcha. another situation. Yeah. 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 But it's politics. Messy dress. politics. Gotcha. Gotcha. Politics is never, well. Politics as usual, as the Jigger Man would say, right? Anyway, it's about hip hop fine art. Dot com. H2C2. This Friday. I'll be there. Y'all should be there. Come through. Please. Definitely. Yeah. It's Thermal Sound Waves, a natural alternative to fast food hey. radio, track life radio. We're going to continue on. Hit us up, thermalsoundwaves at gmail.com, thermalsoundwaves.com. Thermal Sound Waves, Waves.